Hello, hello. You are listening to Moving Into Light, and I am Lisa Renee, your podcast host, and welcome to episode 58. This episode is all about tools to cope. We're going to be talking about the five elements and how to use those five elements along with some tools to really help you cope when you are in a hard spot. But before we dive into that, I would like to say welcome to Moving Into Light. This is my space on the internet to share the tools and the, t- the tricks and the tips and the things that I do that keep me moving into light and away from darkness. All we can do while we're on the planet is keep moving toward the light, toward the things that make us feel good and away from the things that don't serve us. And that can be tough, especially when we're not sure what things really serve us and make us feel good. So sometimes it takes some real soul searching. But that's what we talk about on this podcast. I share my tools, the things that I do, the things that have served me well on on my life journey and on my spiritual journey, and sometimes just in my reality. So I'd like to say thank you for logging on, for listening, for downloading, for subscribing, whatever it is you do, however you found this podcast. Thank you. It's a blessing. And every time I log on to record a podcast, it feels like a blessing. It was good. It started over a year now. It's been. And um, every time I log on, I just feel so much gratitude because it's so, it's, it's wonderful to have a space to just share and process. And so thank you for joining me on this journey of moving into light. I want to talk today about some tools. I have people in my life right now who are really struggling to just cope with life in general. Maybe you are logging on to this podcast because you are someone who is just struggling to get through each day. Or maybe it's not you, but maybe someone close to you is really having a difficult time. I would encourage you, if this podcast resonates, I would encourage you to share it, to post it, to repost it, to tag people, because all we can do right now is lift others up. All we are really called to do is to stay in a state of love, move away from fear and anger, and lift other people up, lift ourselves and help others rise. And I feel like that is such an important reminder. So if you are logging on, You have logged on here for a reason, and hopefully what I have to say today will be exactly what you need to hear, or it's exactly what you need to share with someone else who is in your life and is close to you and is struggling. You know, I want to start this today by sharing the idea that we all have moments in our lives when we feel like we just can't put another foot in front of the other. We have all had a point where we ask ourselves, is this what a nervous breakdown feels like? And I've been there, and maybe you're there right now, or maybe you know someone who is. And what I'm going to share with you today are the tools, the suggestions that I wish someone had shared with me a very long time ago going to share a little piece of my story that I haven't really shared on here. But in January of 1999, I had been married nine years. 
I was 28 years old, and my sons were four, seven, and 10 months old at the time, maybe 11 months old. Um, and at 28, I felt like, wow, I'm married. I've got three beautiful boys. I had a music teaching job that I really loved. I had made friends with my faculty and I felt like my life was where I had wanted it to be. Years earlier when I got married and graduated from college and was starting my life, this was the dream I wanted. And yet I woke up in January of 1999 and a a switch flipped. And I remember the day vividly. Um, Still to this day, I remember what I was wearing. I remember what my, my space, my room looked like. And I remember the thought that my life is not at all what it appears to be. The day... Before that moment, I had logged on to our family email account. My husband's email was new. This was 1999. Email was relatively new, and we shared an email account. And there were some emails, and I'm not going to expose too much, but there were some emails for my ex-husband, my husband at the time, that were very telling that his sexual orientation was not what I thought. There were some emails from men. And suffice it to say that I discovered an entire alter ego, of alter side of him. He was interested in men. And I had spent the past few years trying to figure out what was going on in my marriage. Again, I was in my mid-20s. I was involved with my school and I had three young sons and life was hectic but you know that minute where it clicks that you know what you know I knew something wasn't right and when I came face to face with these emails I knew my marriage was over and it was January of 1999 and I was dumbfounded I was probably in a state of shock. I had nobody to talk to because what do you say? How do you say, um, I have three young sons and I think my husband is gay. How do you do that? But my world was crumbling very quickly. And I honestly didn't know how to pick myself up and move on. So what did I do? (laughs) I booked a night at a hotel for Valentine's Day and thought, okay, I have four weeks till Valentine's Day. I can turn this ship around. I can make this exactly what I want it to be. Needless to say, it was a complete failure. And in that moment, I knew this was done. For me, it was done because I was never going to be loved the way I needed to be loved and I had to get out of it and I didn't know how to do that. But that was one of my dark, dark, dark nights of the soul where you just think you'll never recover. You, you can't see the future. You don't know what it's going to look like and your heart is so broken that you don't think you will ever heal. And 
I did heal. I met my second husband. I confronted my first husband. It was a huge disaster. Um, I'm not going to share that whole history story with you because no one needs to hear that part. But it took a long time to put my life back together and to put the pieces back together so I could look in my, look in my eyes, look in the mirror and look at myself and not be disappointed in myself. Because I had made a bad judgment call. It wasn't a choice I made. Um, but I felt like I'd made a bad, I'd been a bad judge of character. And the truth was, he was very young and just, I, I won't give his history, but whether he knew or didn't know, we've never had that conversation. Um, but it took a long time for him to write his ship too. And it was a painful experience. And I wish someone had said to me, just take care of yourself right now. You're going to be okay. But nobody did. There was a lot of judgment. Um, There was a lot of encouragement to, you know, find the right divorce lawyering. And, And it was uglier than it had to be. But I didn't have anyone sharing with me that you will survive this. So no matter what you are going through today, no matter what your friend is going through or your sibling or your son or daughter or whatever, no matter what it is that you are experiencing, I am here to share with you, there is light. You will get through it. There is is the other side. And you can get to the other side, no matter how painful, no matter how great the loss, no matter how hard the heartbreak You can get to the other side of it. And I was thinking about it this morning as I was getting ready to record this podcast. And I kept thinking, it's all about the five elements. And this was a guided kind of burst of inspiration. But I was trying to put together how to share tips and and these tools for for really low moments. And and I, I really didn't know the context. But... It's really the five elements, and that's the healing piece. So here's what I can tell you, and here's what I'm going to share with you. The five elements, earth, water, fire, air, and space, those are the ways that you can heal yourself. I don't care what the situation is, but if you can take those five elements each day, even a minute or two in each of those elements, and we're going to talk about it in a minute, you can help yourself heal. So no matter what your situation is, I'm going to encourage you to do these five things every day, religiously, for yourself. So we're going to start with earth. Earth is all about being grounded. I am going to encourage you, if you are in the midst of a hard situation, get outside for at least five minutes Be in nature. I don't care if you're in the woods, you're in the park, you're in a parking lot. Get outside and take a five-minute walk. Ideally, a 20 or 30-minute walk would be better, but a five-minute walk. Nature is our grounding place. It's, It's where we can get to source energy and feel our feelings. You may spend that five minutes in tears. You might go for a walk for five minutes and realize you have been given some inspiration 
but it's going to ground you. Get your feet on the ground. Take a walk in the grass. Take your shoes off. Dig in the dirt. Five minutes. Connect to Mother Earth. That is such a, a safe haven for so many of us. Just get your feet on the ground. So five minutes in nature. The second element is water. No matter how you are feeding your body, hydrate yourself well. Drink a ton of water. Our bodies are made of water. They're comprised of so much hydration, so much water. If you need your thoughts to settle, you need your body to feel more at ease. You want to fight disease. You want to fight inflammation. You want to have energy. You want to sleep better. It all can come back to water and hydration. So if you're not a water drinker, start now. If you drink some water, increase it. Spend 10 bucks and buy yourself a great water bottle, 20 bucks, and drink water. Skip sodas, skip caffeine, skip energy drinks, skip all of the things that are not good for your body and just drink water. Hydrate yourself. The third element is fire. And for me, that means passion. Now, you may not be able to spend hours working in your passion every day. Maybe you can. But if you are going through something that is difficult, if your heart is breaking, you're struggling, you are having a hard time seeing the future, do something you love. If you don't know what it is that you love, think back to when you were 10. How did you spend time that hours could pass and you didn't even notice? For me, it was reading. That was one of my great passions. It was playing piano and it was reading books. And I spent so much time reading and reading and playing music. That was my passion. Could I do it every day when I had a a seven-year-old, a four-year-old, and a 10-month-old? I couldn't. And I was teaching full-time. But you know what? I needed what made me feel good. I needed to be in my passion. Block off 30 minutes for something that makes you feel passionate. Something that makes your heart feel expansive. Maybe it's your creative process. Maybe you're a writer. Maybe you're a musician. Maybe you love to run. Get out and go for a 30-minute run. Whatever it is, that fire element in you needs to be satisfied. So whatever it looks like, I encourage you to find time for your passion. Again, maybe you can't do it every single day, and I get that. But you can definitely find two 30-minute periods through the course of a week to do something that is that makes you feel passionate, that excites you, that makes you feel energized. Um, I've talked about before, you know, in 2008, my husband and I, my second husband and I almost split up. We had a very hard period there for a while. And I took up the um, martial art Tung Sudo. And twice a week for an hour, I went to the Y and I practiced the art of Tung Sudo. And I loved it. It made me feel like I was alive. I was vital. I was doing something that was just for me. And I loved it. 
And it was such an important time for me. Um, that was my passion for a while. So I don't know what it looks like for you, but your passion is important. So five minutes in nature, take a walk, get outside, five minutes. Hydrate yourself for the water element. Twice a week at least, spend some time with your fire element, whatever makes you feel passionate. The fourth element is air. Obviously, if we aren't breathing, we aren't living. However, I would encourage you to take another five minutes, maybe twice or even three times a day, and do some conscious breath work. When we breathe, we flood our body with oxygen. It influences how we think, how we feel, how we move, how our bodies cells regenerate our air our oxygen is important i would encourage you to practice three times a day for five minutes go to your bathroom close the door and breathe for five minutes count in for four as you inhale hold it for four counts and exhale for four counts and just do it for five minutes you will not regret taking the time out to breathe. I don't care how busy your workday is. You have five minutes that you can take a walk and get your feet in nature. You have five minutes that you can go in the bathroom and lock the door and sit and breathe. For the most part, unless you have a toddler like I do, no one's going to bother you for five minutes in the bathroom. Breathe. Let the air circulate. Let your body expand. Let your lungs expand. Let yourself breathe. And try to let your body relax as you breathe. Make it a conscious practice. The last of these five elements is space. And for me, space is my spiritually connected universe. I would say start your day with a prayer and close your day with a prayer. That is your connection, that time, space, reality. We are all connected to something greater than ourselves, but when we give it conscious credit, things can change. I don't know what you are struggling with right now. I don't know what you're struggling to cope with. I don't know your hard days, your your tears, your fears. I don't know what that looks like, but I know that if you are listening to this podcast, You are trying to cope with something in your life. How do I know that? Because if you didn't have a struggle, if there wasn't something going on in your life that you were trying to figure out, you wouldn't be living. We are living human beings because we are here to learn. And that learning comes through struggles. Part of my prayer every morning is allow me to discover and rediscover the strength and the courage to do the things I'm on this planet to do. To embrace the learnings, the the struggles, and the silences. Teach me again and again to embrace those learnings. And I pray this prayer every morning and, and usually every evening too because one, it connects me to my higher power. It connects me to God, it connects me to my angels. 
but it allows me to open up to what I need, which is help, which is guidance, which is healing. So I encourage you to to look at the element of space and connect spiritually. Maybe it's meditation, maybe it's prayer, maybe it's song, maybe it's worship, maybe it's, it, it looks different for all of us, but whatever it looks like, find that spiritual connection morning and night. Why do I use these five elements? Because they're real. The air, the earth, the water, the fire, the space, that's what surrounds us. And if we can get in touch with what surrounds us, we can get deeper and deeper in touch with ourselves, and we can heal. We can help ourselves. These five elemental coping skills are so valuable. And I look back to my late 20s when my world was literally falling apart at the seams. And I wish someone had said, look, you're going to make it through this, but just take five minutes each day and get outside in nature and take a walk. Drink some water all day long. Do something that fuels your passion. Make sure you take some time each day just to breathe. And say some prayers for help, for guidance, for comfort, for healing, for vision. I didn't have that advice, but I sure wish I did. Recovery from that point in my life took several years. I I remarried quite quickly. Um, I had my three sons. Um, and my second husband had his three children. And by the time I was 30, I was a mom of six. So that's, you know, about a two-year window. And it was into my second marriage, and I was still healing from what felt like the world's largest deception, (laughs) the greatest lie there ever was. And there's been a lot of healing and a lot of forgiveness. And I don't carry any angst or harbor any ill will anymore because life is short. And I don't want that. But I know that I, for a lot of years, had anger and had um, lost my self-confidence because I felt like I misjudged his character. And really... It didn't have anything to do with me. It was his struggle. It was his hardship. Now I can see how hard he struggled. But in the moment, all I could see was my own struggle. And I needed to cope. And had I been able to ground myself and hydrate myself and really breathe through it, life would have been so much easier for me. So I share these these tools to cope and I tie them to the five elements because we are human beings. We are spiritual beings. And we are living this this life here on the planet. And planet life is hard sometimes. You know, we're all coping right now. We have politics, we have diseases, we have viruses. We have upheaval, we have rumors, we have conspiracy theorists, we have, you name it, it's out there right now. 
We have vaccines. We have, we just have stuff. Those are all big things, not to mention our everyday lives with relationships and our bodies and health and careers and finances. And life is meant to be a blessing, but it's also a struggle. If you say no other prayer, just say, God, keep me in grace. Keep me in your grace today. And then maybe you can pull back and remember these five elements and how you can use them as these tools to help you with whatever you're struggling with. Remember that if you've logged on to today's podcast, that it's a sign. It's a sign that you are at the right moment, at the right time. I'm recording this for you. So that you get the message that you need, which is you are going to find yourself on the other side of struggle. You will get there. Do you have work to do right now in the meantime? Absolutely, but you will get there. One day you're going to wake up and you're going to realize, wow, I've put so much behind me. Wow, I've learned so much from the struggle. Wow. I'm really coping so much better. And you're going to need to pat yourself on the back. And I hope you do. I hope you give yourself credit for all the hard work that you're doing. Because you are a wonderful human being going through a hard time. Or maybe it's not you. Maybe it's your best friend or your partner. So... I hope this message falls on the ears who need to hear it. I hope it serves you well. I hope it's a good reminder to look at Mother Earth and get yourself grounded with a nature walk. I hope you think of water and hydrate yourself. I hope you look at fire and feel your passion and do something that makes you feel alive and energized. Think of the air and you do some deep breathing, conscious breathing. And think of space and take some time out to connect through prayer, through meditation, whatever it looks like for you. But I hope you can use these tools and and get yourself into a space that feels, feels good. I hope you can be healthy and happy and whole. And last, my wish for you is that you feel the blessings that are surrounding you. I hope you can see those blessings because they're right around you. You just need eyes to see them. So I'm sending you many blessings and much love. I hope you have a fantastic week ahead. And if you need anything, you know where to find me. Until next time, have a great week.